the first step is, is, is to follow this particular route. Get away from Woo Woo because you're in fantasy land. You've got to get away from that. You, you've got to find you, the, the, the ground beneath your feet. I've been talking about ego strength. We both have, haven't we, love? Mm. And how important that is to prevent yourself from becoming mentally ill. Mm. You're going into, into a place where if you don't have any support beneath your feet, you run the risk of becoming mentally ill. Now, Jung talked about latent psychosis. You won't find that particularly in any kind of psychiatric diagnostic classification because you're either mad or you're not, you know, mm. it, it, from their perspective. But, right, that aside, Jung is onto something in that sense that if you start to play around with the collective unconscious as he coined it and understood it and communicated it, uh, you are at severe risk of losing things. And Nietzsche's an example of someone who lost it. There are plenty of others, plenty of others. So keep your feet on the ground. Jung was a medical practitioner, he was a doctor, he was a psychiatrist, and that gave him a place to stand. When he went through his original experience, as he called it, from 1912 onwards, um, and others say that, you know, for example, that he became schizophrenic and cured himself. That's open to a lot of questioning, really, about whether he actually did. He certainly put himself in the firing line of the imagery and material mm. and its autonomy, but he held on to enough of himself to be able to do that when he went through that process. If you don't have the kind of ego strength that he had, then it's trouble, so you need it. Um, so ground yourself in biology. If you ground yourself in biology, you go back to the genome and you go back to instincts. Um, take that from there. Also work on complexes, because they're the things that are gonna mess with your head as you go into this journey in depth. And complexes people overlook because what they think are archetypes, often or not, they are complexes. These things are voracious, they'll eat anything that you feed them. They will acquire them and utilize them. So be careful. So you do need a place to stand. Uh, I think that's probably enough to say on that, otherwise we'll get distracted and it's too premature. But yeah, we will be going in that direction with, with those who will follow that particular journey. But without ego strength, ego strength, which any psychiatrist understands, don't they, the, import oh, the importance of yeah. having that. Yeah. It's, 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 well, it's the acid test, isn't it, really? Yeah. And what One of the first things they, they look for is whether somebody has any insight to their, their present situation. And, mm. uh, I mean, that's Psychiatry 101, isn't it? It is. And anyone who doesn't, basically, um, is on the way to probably... You know, psychosis in, in their view, anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, and somebody who has retained insight is considered to have um, some ego strength or, or, or certainly some orientation to the real world left. So uh, the, it's that basic, unfortunately. It that basic. Yeah, it is that basic. I can hear it now, guys typing away or listening away, going, Do I have ego, ego strength? Um, is, is, that, is that the qualifier then? Is whether or not you can be reflexive? And you have insight. Yes. Yeah, it is. It boils down to <coughs> that. Yeah. 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 So if someone's lost all, all insight, they, they, you know, they, they've essentially <sighs> lost contact with reality. Yeah, they have. Yeah. And there's the emphasis on, on, on the idea of reality again as being something yeah. important. Yeah. You've got um, 
reality, yeah, reality orientation, yes. and, and they, they they will psychiatrists will talk about things like overvalued ideas. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and you get that, for example, in paranoia. Somebody who's got an issue with paranoia in a borderline sense, you may not even know it's there until you speak about something which triggers them. In common contemporary parlance, Jung talks about this. <clears throat> he talks about people who, or well, one one person in particular in the collected works, who was perfectly normal until the word or the, the expression Freemasons was used, and at that point the paranoia came out, and you saw everything that was underneath it. <clears throat> pardon me, to do with that problem of uh, how he felt the the Freemasons were out to get him. <clears throat> now you can get that with religion. Um, or any kind of political belief, you can get that as a result of influence from internet prophets and gurus. Uh, <clears throat> so overvalued ideas, mm -hmm. and also with hypnosis, a fixed idea, which is the same thing. Too much attention is being given to a particular cognitive structure, schema, value, or belief system, yeah. and that effectively hypnotizes them on the inside. And the result of both is that a person dissociates they dissociate from reality, they split. <clears throat> and even the uh, the metaphor that I use a lot, which is the viral one to do with, we, we both use it, mm. uh, the viral analogy to say the complexes will um, get inside your self-concept and force your ego, your ego, your self-concept to replicate viral DNA, their psychological DNA, their ideas, their memes, if you like, in a Dawkins sense. Uh, so you can't separate yourself from them. Pierre Janet said exactly the same thing 120 years ago. So he was onto it then, and he was one of Jung's teachers. Um, he was uh, very, very influential on Jung's theory of complexes, and Jung hardly gives him credit, to be honest, but there were lots of people around at that time who were studying dissociation. Then there's things like word salad, which is just a jumble of ideas just mm. coming out under pressure yeah. of speech pressure of speech is another one mm. <clears throat> word salad pressure of ideas uh, night's move thinking jumping around all over the place and some people who are intuitive will think god that's me and it's not it's the content that you have to look for but when, when you're listening to people like that where's the where's the energy what are the core ideas what are they fascinated by? What is constantly self-referred to, if you like, as being valuable to them? They'll seize on it in a conversation. If you're having a conversation with them about something, so, oh, that's it, that's it. And then it's all there. And then you get hit with a tsunami of word salad. And it's being produced by these core ideas. They don't have good ego strength or e ego boundaries at all because you can see this thing operating within them. These overvalued ideas very often take on a religious, or in psychiatry say religious, wouldn't yes, they? Yes, they would. Yeah. Uh, and it, uh, they take on a delusional intensity. And you have primary delusions and secondary delusions. The primary one is the core, secondary delusions support the primary delusion. Then you might get a folly a deux, where two people share a delusional belief system. In other words, one person's been infected by the mm. other person's complex and then manufactured it, the two of them in a, a relatively stable and long term sustaining mm. system. But this is considered psychiatry, you know, biomedical psychiatry. I actually think, though, Steve, you see sometimes <clears throat> see more suffering with a severe neurosis you than you do with psychosis. I'd agree, yeah, I'd agree if you love, yeah. Because the you know the the ego is still relatively intact, and so it it experiences 
more suffering in, in yes. that regard. Yeah. Whereas, you know, and people have <clears throat> literally gone over the edge and they're drugged up to the eyeballs and they, they, they yeah. have essentially yeah. lost all contact with reality. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not suffering, but in no, that no. subjective sense. No, no. They, they, yeah. yeah, you're right. They, they believe their, their system is actually logical. Yes. They think it has internal... From, with, from, from within, within it, yes, yeah. and, they do. And in Carl Jung's day, he would analyse these people in the Berkholsley. Unfortunately, it was called the Lunatic Asylum at the time. Um, and he would analyse the contents and he would he would abstract out from that the attempt from within the psyche to normalise itself by becoming systematised. Yes, yeah. And you still see that now with people, don't you? you? Do. The, the, Absolutely. The inside of psychosis, there's usually some ideation which is rational yes. and it organises the other thinking, but then you do see that yeah. it's excreting the delusions as well mm. <clears throat> and these strange ideas. <clears throat> So if you you, you, um, you encounter people who have odd ideas, say, preaching them on the internet, then look for, for the core irrationality in what they're saying. It, it will be there, it will be manifest. Mm. And very often they're very good speakers, you know, and that they can, they can influence people. And if you have a weak ego boundary yourself, you can become influenced by them. And this is why we've said in the past, yeah. be, be wary. Yeah. Because their illness will want to mm. infect you. Yeah, want to you know? replicate itself. <clears throat> want to replicate itself. It's a form of life which is essentially an information-based system. And in a biopsychosocial sense, then, information is just that. It, it, it's a, it's a self-replicating, stable system that can move from one system's level to another. Once it passes the personal level, it goes out into the environment and starts to replicate like a virus and it's everywhere with susceptible people whose psychological immunity is low mm. to influence and suggestion. Uh, and if you internalise these ideas, they can be very, very harmful. So you, you need that. And this is why, we emphasize, again, we emphasise mm. the rationality yeah. and the logic, the hard biology that says, this is what's causing that, this is what I am. And then I can work on my psychology and work on my relationships. But if you jump in the deep end, um, you're at risk. You're at risk. Because it's a very crowded place. There's a lot of strange people in there who've lost it, uh, and you know, just like you're at risk of picking up infections from other people if you get in a bath with them or a jacuzzi. If you get in the collective mindset, you're going to have stuff passed yeah. to you as well, whether you're aware of it or not. So be careful. Yeah.